One of the most critical motivational contributions leaders can make is in the help they offer their followers who come back from rejection. Such a situation will occur in a family when your child crawls home after losing a class election. It will occur in a marriage when your mate loses an important promotion. And it will happen when a salesperson comes into the home office after a month of disappointing results. The wise leader does everything possible to provide refueling for those who have been to the front and return in a battered condition. Tom Keegan, who worked his way up to become sales manager for a large carpet company, says, I was on the road for years, and now that I'm a manager, I'm determined not to forget how lonely it gets out there when you're in your car going from one account to another and everyone is telling you that your prices are too high and your company stinks. The last thing in the world you need is to feel that your manager is against you too. You've got to know that the company is on your side. That is equally important in the family. Home should be a refuge where you can get your wounds bandaged and where people accept you no matter how you have stumbled on the outside. The knowledge that you have such a secure place can keep a person going for a long time in a very hostile environment. The refuge concept, like all good things, can be carried too far until an employee or a child is cuddled and protected from his or her feelings. Then the person becomes overly defensive, blaming everything on outside forces. Dr. Robert N. McMurray, a consulting psychologist, surveyed 220 men who were able-bodied, of above-average intelligence, and seemingly well-trained, yet who could not hold a job or make a success of any relationship for very long. He classified them as half-failures, and the major reason he found was that they could not face up to any kind of shortcoming. In childhood, they had been protected from the consequences of their own mistakes by indulgent parents. When they failed in school, their teacher was blamed, and they couldn't get along at work. It was office politics. This is what Thomas Carlyle called the greatest of all faults, to be conscious of none.